0: announcement the hemp revolution will not be televised i repeat the hemp revolution will not be televised welcome to the hemp revolution podcast
1: This week I got a super special guest for you. His name is Wesley Jones. He weighs in from Chicago, Illinois, by way of Southern California. If any of you guys have been following us for the past few years, seen our kind of meteoric rise on social media. And it's kind of odd for somebody like me who's been in the cannabis industry for many, many years and kind of off social media and out of the public spotlight, only to protect my family and protect my identity. As I was navigating my way through the industry, well, a few years ago, I ran into Wes Jones and a group that he was working with that helped entrepreneurs like myself build audiences and brands online. And I wanted to take my all my expertise and all my years and stories and everything from the cannabis industry and bring it online and start publishing it to you guys And Wes was one of the ones that helped me do that. So, we've been able to build a Facebook page of, it's about to cross a million followers. We have other groups that put it well over a million Facebook groups and different social channels there. We've built a subscriber list to over 400,000 people. And recently, I had to kill about a hundred thousand people on that subscriber list because it was costing me so much money to keep it going. And a lot of those people weren't really active with our content and our offers and stuff. So, so we've built a huge subscribers list with Wes. We've done a lot of things. We've been able to acquire 500 customers and only a few short days. We've been able, another time we did a promotion for, and we got 300 customers and like less than 48 hours. So we've been able to do some amazing things online with social media with our friend Wes Jones here. So without further ado, I'm gonna welcome Wes onto the show and just dig into this stuff, how to build million person audiences that are begging to buy your stuff, especially in the CBD and cannabis space when a lot of people are having a hard time acquiring customers and building audiences for themselves. So Wes, thanks so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks for that intro, man. Glad to be here.
1: Yeah, you bet. You bet. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Wes, your background and kind of how you got into building out these awesome audiences for people and yourself.
2: Right, right. My
1: background
2: really is, you know, I started off in, in real estate and, you know, before I knew what internet marketing was and direct response marketing was, I was doing direct mail campaigns to get people to list their house with me for sale, also to find investors, also to find buyers. And so, you know, I had this really kind of complicated business where I had to advertise to get people selling their home. I had to advertise to find people that wanted to buy homes and also had to advertise to find investors, which created a, a really unique problem for me at the time. You know, I was pretty good. I built a 400 person, Cash buyer list of investors, and that's how I was able to start wholesaling. But at the time, it was around 2011, so it wasn't a great time for real estate. Yeah. So I decided to pivot. You know, I found out about this thing, internet marketing, and direct response marketing. That's when I kind of realized, like, you know, I'm already kind of doing some of these things. And from there, I mean, that's really how I got on the internet. Fast forward a couple years, I'm in the agency business, and you know, one of our biggest problems is keeping clients for a long time you know facebook changes its algorithm every four to six months so you know if we want clients longer than that i mean it was it was really getting tough because an algorithm would come and change and all of our campaigns that are doing 300 percent, 400 percent with tank and we kind of have to start over from scratch and the costs are higher now and we're trying to figure it out and what we came up with last year really really over the last two years, but last year was when we really started realizing like, okay, what has worked? What's worked across every account? And we haven't, we've never really had to change it. And we looked at this idea of fan acquisition, acquiring fans around a social property and getting the organic reach and the organic push that you get from owning a page and basically having internal traffic And we were able to kind of take that and build out into other phases where now our philosophy is based on just having your own internal traffic. Because now, you know, we we took our average stick rate of a client from four to six months to eight to 10 months. Because now when the algorithm changes, you know, we have mini chat lists. We've got email, we've got SMS. We've still got a fan page. We can go live on that fan page. We can still retarget our warm audience, right? Until we figure out the cold traffic side. So it just allowed us to keep our clients longer because we have more time to kind of figure out the ins and outs because we built up such a huge mass of internal traffic.
1: Cool. So, so to get this right, a lot of times people on Facebook they're spending to get leads or they're spending to get customers straight to their product. So they're giving, telling Facebook, take people right to my, my offer page or my sales page or my product page and I'll pay for that. So normally what are people, what, are, what does it cost to get somebody to your, your sales page, your product?
2: Man, I mean, if you're an e-com right now, it's pretty normal to see, you know, conversion costs, or, or you say people to your website or people to buy? Yeah, to
1: your website. To, to your the website,
2: offer. It's, it's pretty normal. If you, you know, a typical sales page, 80 cents on the low, $1.50, you know, if you got a pretty good offer, if it's newer and you haven't tested it your cost per click may come out around 250 but we're we're seeing around 80 cents to 150 is is about the norm for right so know,
1: 150 to get to your offer then the other way that you guys do it is you acquire fans so let's talk about the cost of acquiring fans and why why that's where you guys are steering all your clients right now yeah
2: for us the typical cost to acquire a fan is about 15 cents And there's a lot of times, a lot of times we're able to get that below 10 cents. I know with you, we, you know, we, we ran a pretty legendary campaign. We got over 200 some thousand fans for 4 cent a piece. So yeah, the leverage there is because, you know, when, when you pay for a click, you pay that dollar 50, you get one click. But if you want that person to come back to your site, you got to pay Facebook again. So you also have to play, pay the retargeting costs to get them to click back to your site. Whereas with us, a fan. Is going to see our content through organic reach. We can do Facebook lives. There's different ways we can post and get them to engage with us in messenger. So, you know, really our whole philosophy is offsetting your traffic costs, not increasing your traffic costs and just perpetually relying on retargeting.
1: I just want to throw some numbers out for for you guys out there listening and for my mastermind group. So we started at about $40 a day on Facebook and we started getting, I think we started about 12 cents alike. And then after a few weeks, Wes optimized the campaign and got it down. We had, some of them were a penny. Some of them were two cents. Some of them were four cents and some of them were six cents. And at that point, I probably should have dumped. I could have dumped a lot more money on it, but I was just starting out and, well, you start to see this thing snowball week after week. And then the 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 paid traffic with the organic traffic, it like boosts it together. So it kind of turns into this snowball and and we're there getting thousands of new people into our page and into our kind of community page every week. And then from there, we're posting. So talk a little bit about the content strategy once we get them there, right? So you can spend $40 a day, right? You could get 40 people. If you're lucky, you probably get 30, 25 to 30 people to click on your page. You yep. you, you probably realistically nobody's gonna buy out of that many. So you have 20 people that click there, then they're gone. If you ever want to see them again you're either giving them away something on that page that was really irresistible, they were going to give you your email, or you're going to have to pay Facebook or Google or someone to retarget them because all you really got was their pixel ID. You got them on your pixel, right? Yep. Because they clicked on your landing page. So you're going to have to go pay another $1.50 probably to get them to see the page again. Well, this way, a $1.50, you have 15 people for a $1.50 at 10 cents. You know, you have 15 people for a $1.50 that are in your community. And then the next time you post, They're going to start seeing your posts and you're going to become a regular figure in their newsfeed and their socials. So I hope you guys see the power of that. So talk a little bit about the content posting.
2: Yeah, content posting is really, really, really important because, you know, you don't, you don't want to, I mean, it's, it's like throwing a party, but there's no drinks, there's there's no there's no entertainment, and then there, there's no weed, there's nothing, right? <laughs> the, the, the content is the party, right? So you're clicking like because people want to be a part of this community. They want, they're interested in the topics that you're going to discuss. So you've got to actually deliver on that content. What's healthy is a good content mix. So I would advise people to think about content types, types of content that your audience is interested in, pick at least three, right? Content types. So for example, benefits of certain herbs, that's a type of post, right? Where now, you know, you're going out and you're looking out for memes that say benefits of ginger and list out the benefits of ginger, benefits of turmeric, and then it lists out the benefits of turmeric. And you might have another type of post that's one that did really well with you guys was like anti-pharma posts, yeah. right? that gets a a ton of engagement. So come up
1: with like controversy. Controversy Controversy would be like a type. Yeah. Controversial posts. Then another one that did well for us was like songs for some reason, like any kind of songs about weed or CBD and people love the music on social. So that was another one that did well. Another one that did well for us was news. Yeah, I was going to say news and political news or or industry news
2: updates about a specific product or legal status on a specific product. And you can really get a good idea of this by looking at, you know, hopefully if you're starting a community, you're not the first person to start a community around this topic. So you can kind of go spy on some other people and see what kind of posts we're engaging with them.
1: Yeah. So if I'm a good, if I'm into natural health, I go into Facebook in the search bar and I type in natural health for moms or natural health America or natural health organic and I go yeah. look and see like how many pages, how many groups are there. And then if there's do you look for a certain number, say like if there's if there's not a page that has a hundred thousand fans, it's probably not worth my time. Is
2: well there, typically you got to go with your gut. I would say typically 80% of the time, if no one has done it yet, it's probably not worth your time.
1: Okay. So it's good to see competition. It's good to see some big pages when you go search for like I, I sports fitness. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, if, if I see a page that has 20 million fans and another one that has 5 million, another one that has a million, another one that has 600,000, I'm excited to get in because typically those guys have a huge audience, but their posting strategy is, is all wrong. And so they're, they're still missing out on a ton of engagement and a ton of traffic. And that's where we really can come in there
1: and kind of shake things up. Yeah, I love it because as somebody who doesn't have a huge budget, you can actually go in and compete with some of these guys. Because of getting these strategies right. So cool. So so you go through, you get your types of posting, you maybe test three, four, or five, and you figure out what three are really getting you engagement, and you stick with those three types? Yep. And then how many times a day do you post? It depends per page. Right now, less is more. So six to 10
2: times is really good. Right now, it used to be 6 to 12. At one point, we were posting 25 times a day. Right now, if you're posting between 6 to 10 times a day with a healthy content mix, you're good. And what I mean by content mix is don't post all memes, right? Post Maybe post five memes, an article, and a video. And if the content mix is what will get you the engagement, if you post the same type of content, I like to say you'll kind of bland out in the Facebook algorithm. They'll kind of just stop showing your content so just make sure you're mixing up your content types as far as the categories of content that you're posting but also the physical type of content like this is a photo this is a video this is a link post this is a meme this is you know a meme video like just mix up your content types
1: yeah guys so we we would normally be posting maybe five or six memes a day and then we'll publish two articles and we'll have those you know, originally written for us, and then we'll publish them on the Facebook page. And you get all these people clicking over to the blog. So now we've got people pushing over to our own content site where we could place our own ads and our own, have our own opt-ins for emails, however we want to communicate. And then we start building that brand of that content, that blog. And, and so we've been able to get 350,000 clicks on one article. From doing this, you know, and you never know which one's going to go viral. But if you stay consistent, all of a sudden this traffic builds up, and our blog was seeing 50,000, 100,000 unique visitors every month, which starts to build up your own internal traffic. And that's pretty exciting. You have pretty exciting. You have your own little tribe there. You don't have to go pay Google and Facebook and, or the solo ads or somebody else who has a big list every time you want to send traffic there. You start to build your own tribe, and that's really exciting. So um, let's see, one, thing, one other thing I wanted to ask, which is pretty important and people are asking me right now, is the ad portion of this. And while a lot of people are getting their ads shut down to restricted industries like CBD and hemp and cannabis and stuff, talk to me about you know, setting up these ads and how you guys go about the audiences and some of the sweet spots to look for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we deal a lot with the restricted space. What we've been able to do
2: there is kind of prolong and delay the sale. And we focused on, since we know pretty much everybody is, is out on a witch hunt for like certain industries like CBD and Kratom, and we've done both CBD and Kratom. What we've been able to do is prolong the sale just a little bit, and we focus primarily on capturing the audience in as many different buckets as possible. So we do fan acquisition, we get them in Messenger, we get them in email, we get them in SMS. And from those four channels organically, we will sell that product. Typically, Facebook is they want to know you're, they're not using Facebook ads to sell CBD and Facebook ads to sell a product that is not compliant. Posting CBD on your news feed organically, you know, typically they're not going to mess with you for anything like that. And you guys know we've done that with, with your with your mini chat. We've done that with your with your page organically. The problem is typically and I'm saying typically because it is still Facebook, right? 99% mm-hmm. of the time They just want to know that you're not advertising one of those products, but organically is perfectly fine. So we focus primarily on email for us. Messenger is a way we really love to get people into email because it's kind of like building two lists in one. So we'll get them into Messenger first and from Messenger, we'll ask for their email address Mm -hmm. and that's working great for us.
1: And then right from there, you send them an email with the product.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then the key is, is making sure you have your offer really dialed in and have a ton of scarcity. You know, James talked about, you know, those, those offers where we got, you know, several hundred customers, you know, in a day or two. And that was twice. But what we did was we sold through email, we sold through Messenger on the back end. Totally uncompliant products. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> smoke paraphernalia and such. Right. And what we did was we just engineered a ton of scarcity, you know, a ton of timers and an irresistible offer and people will take advantage of it. You know, some people think that, you know, if you can't optimize for purchase on Facebook, you're not going to make sales. You know, how did we make sales before Facebook? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's just. You know, there's always a way to engineer a campaign for scale for us with CBD, since we're not able to sell directly in the newsfeed, which is a bummer. It is a bummer. We rely on, you know, capturing our audiences and messenger and email and high scarcity, irresistible offers work awesome for
1: us. Well, there you have it, guys. So mainly, let's let me just recap on the ads. You're mainly running light campaigns to get that person into the page, Right. And you also do some messenger ads.
2: Yeah. So typically we'll, we'll start with a uh, fan acquisition and we'll acquire fans, you know, five to 10,000 fans because that gives us a data set to create a lookalike audience from. So now we can do two things. We can retarget our fans and capture them in the messenger now, but we can also go to a cold audience based off that fan data and, and Facebook will give us an audience of 2 million people that very closely matches the 10,000 fans we've already acquired. So that's how we're making sure that when we move forward in the cold traffic, it's, it's super targeted, super dialed in.
1: And So uh, you target that lookalike with Messenger ads. So they get into the Messenger, get their email for some type of giveaway, or a re- recipe book or a YouTube video or something. And then, then you follow up with the product after you've kind of led them down that path. Exactly. Yep. So that's how we've been doing it guys. People have been wondering how we've been doing this and everyone's getting their Facebook, their ad account shut down. And we've been quietly building audiences, not directed at CBD, directed around a passion, whether it's yoga or whether it's pit bulls. For us, it was legalized. It don't criticize it because we're, my background's in cannabis. So I was, I've been all about, you know, getting it legalized my whole life. And we found that there's a lot of people in that niche. So, so get out there on Facebook, check out the, um, you know, it's Facebook's also a search engine. So go looking for the groups and the passions that you're all about. And the likelihood is if you see a big page, there's a lot of people in that niche that love that type of stuff. And there's a way to get in there and get in front of people, even if you don't have this monster, huge ad budget, like some of these big brands. So I'm super excited about this stuff. And if any of you guys are interested in this, you can go ahead and reach out to me. I'm going to be leaving some links. Below here, and those that are in my mastermind group and seeing this video, there's going to be a forum down below where you can talk to us if you're interested in having us help you build out these kind of audiences for your business. It doesn't necessarily have to be CBD, this works in a lot of niches. Wes, what are the best niches you would say? It probably doesn't work in every niche, right?
2: Well, you know, I haven't seen it not work
1: yet, and if it hasn't worked,
2: it wasn't necessarily a niche kind of a thing. It was more so didn't have the right offer, or maybe we just didn't target the right people that the offer went for. But I would say we've done this at least 50 or 60 times over the last few years. And I mean, almost every audience we've built has been super, super high performance, some more than others. I'm biased. So I'm going to say the best niche is the health space. Anything that's around health, people are super motivated right now, especially Alternative medicine is a trend. You know, ten years ago, it was only the kooks that were interested in it. Now it's like global, <laughs> yeah, right. And now it's global. So I, I specifically like to help people in any realm of health, right? Whether it's fitness, right? We got cycling clients, or or whether it's you know CBD, curcumin. We've had curcumin clients. We, you know, beauty. Beauty is really good space. So there, there's a, there's a. I mean, anything that people. Any industry where people spend a lot of money is, you know, a good industry, right? So if, if I had a client yes. right now that sold luxury sunglasses, I might start a fashion page for them, right? Because people are interested in fashion. People are spending money on fashion. So why, why couldn't we build a community around them? So a lot of it's just making sure you, got, you can kind of spy on the people who have the pages already and see what they're posting already. That's going viral. If you can find at least two or three posts that did good for other people, then there's no reason why you can't build a community around that topic.
1: Cool, Wes. That's awesome. And I mean, that was a lot of value, you guys. You basically we basically broke down there how we've done it, how we've done it. And there's been very few of us in the cannabis and hemp space that have built such a massive following like that. So we go back to this video. I'm gonna transcribe it so it's all written out and hopefully I'll I'll add a couple PDFs. I know Wes is I think he's coming out with a course soon. So just stay tuned. This is really the way you guys right now to build big tribes, internal traffic, where you have your own authority and your own traffic that's following you. And at some point, you know, some point six months ago, I turned it off. I stopped giving Facebook money because I had so much traffic. And then I had to run back and start focusing on my offers to try to keep up with all the fans and everybody that I was dealing with, asking me for products, asking me for courses, coaching, all kinds of stuff. And now I've even, Wes, I've even got... A multiple six-figure deal just from building this community that has nothing to do with you know cannabis consumers or legalize it just the fact that we've built a massive audience and people are looking at us like this it's creating massive opportunities from my wife and I speaking on getting paid to fly across the country to speak on at people's events all different kind of stuff happens through this so even if you're just selling sunglasses or you're just selling a CBD product or a skincare thing or a Whatever it is, this really elevates you in almost every way in your business. If you go and show people you have a million followers on Facebook. They they want to interview you. They want to put you on their podcast. They want to do some. They want to do deals with you. So there's so many things that come from all this and. I'm just super excited about it, Wes. I'm, I'm thankful that you took this time. I know you're busy. You took this time to come out here for our audience and teach them some about this stuff. And I'm going to continue to bring you out here as long as you'll come out and show up and help continue to teach this stuff. Because to me, it's really like, as a small business owner, when you look out into the world, and, and me especially, like being in the cannabis space, I'm looking at some very major, the billionaires is who I'm up against yeah. now. I'm up against these billionaires. And I've been you know, I ran away from home as a kid, you know, nobody, you know, and when I was young, cannabis was like, stay the hell away from it. Every You know, it was like this really bad drug, say no to drugs. I grew up yeah. in a and all that stuff. So I was just kind of pushed out of my family and everything. And I worked really hard and I, I built myself up a million uh, seven figure business, you know, being a caregiver and taking cannabis down to these medical collectives down in San Francisco back in the early 2000s. And I was really proud of myself, but I still couldn't tell the world that I had a little successful business that I built. And right. so here I am now it's legal. You know, it's like, I'm, I know that there's a group of guys like me, guys and girls like me that have been in the industry a while. And now that it's legal, now we got to deal. The next problem is the billionaires. Mm-hmm. And all these guys are coming in with unlimited ad spend, unlimited access to television, radio. They have shelf space, and uh, they're buying patents to everything. And yeah. they're buying up the they're buying up the industry. And to me, this technique, this strategy of building audiences online, this is like a diamond in the rough, you guys. Where we have the opportunity to get in front of a lot of people, where you would never have that opportunity. In mainstream media, you would be paying hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars to get in front of. We've had I've had probably fifty, hundred million video views. People that have seen yep. me or my wife on video. That's when we go to different cities and people recognize my wife in the airport. Now, it's it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: I was just looking at your page, man. You you've had almost nine hundred thousand messages since we started Mini Chat.
1: I know, I know. I get for a while. I was getting a message every five seconds. I had somebody sending me a message internally, and I didn't have. They're asking me for products and all this stuff, and I just didn't have the team to, to you know. So I wasn't ready for how fast this this audience got built. So I just want to just put that out there to all you guys. Like this is the way to build a moat around your company where you have people that trust you and like you. Then there's some moving parts, you know. And I'd recommend getting with my wife too because when you combine Facebook live with this audience strategy, it's super powerful yeah. and you become like a celebrity to people and you really become the authority in your space. So, and you don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it. So it's just pretty exciting. I'm going to continue to talk about this stuff again, Wes. Thanks so much. And you guys, this is the latest episode of on the rise and we will see you on the next time. All right. Have a good one. Later.
0: Thanks for listening to another Rockstar episode of the Hemp Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Gomez, and just for you, we took notes on this episode along with the links and other resources mentioned inside of today's show. Get them for free right now by going to theemeraldcircle.com. Now, if you want more on this, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast or wherever you like to listen, and you will be automatically entered in to our... giveaway where you can get swag bags, all kinds of cool gifts and discounts from our guests, and exclusive offers that are only mentioned right here in the Hemp Revolution podcast. I can't wait for you to share this with your friends. With your help, we've been able to impact millions of people's lives around the world with the truth about hemp and cannabis. And we know that you love us so much that you're gonna leave a review and rate us right now on your favorite platform to absorb content just like this. Now. We challenge you to dream big and love the life that you live. Thanks so much. And we hope to see you on our next episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. Ciao for now.